What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 172. Well, we're in 2022, and I am joined again by the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I'm feeling good at the start of this year. And when I want to talk local TV news, there's no expert I trust more than my favorite director, my brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk New York City real estate, there's no expert I trust more than the man I call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr., my cousin, Mr. Derek Powell's in the house. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cypher with the cats. How y'all doing? We are well. Well, as I said, this is the first show of 2022. So far, so good. I mean, you know, the local news, there's always some shenanigans going on in the in the uh, you know, local news, you know, around New Year's. There was, uh, you know, some some violence. I guess a, a police officer was struck in his car yep. by a stray bullet uh, hitting the head uh, over the uh, holiday weekend. He went to take a nap in his, in his squad car, you know, in between shifts. And uh, he was hit by a bullet, uh, you know. But, but uh, Eric Adams said he's 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 in. He just got inaugurated on on New Year's uh, Eve, New Year's Day. So he is the new mayor now. All this trouble falls into his lap, and he's the dude. So uh, you know, we'll 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 see where it goes. We'll see what's happening. Uh, Derek was talking about uh, off the air. Was saying that uh, he saw pictures of uh, Eric Adams taking the subway from his Brooklyn home to uh, Gracie Mansion, which I, I think is amazing to me because I don't know how you get uh, the New York City subway from the PAV train other than going from 34th Street. <laughs> or, or maybe World Trade Center, you can do it that way, but I, there's no PAV trains in Brooklyn, so I don't know how he came from Jersey and well, went to, to Gracie Mansion well, on mean, the subway, but, you know, God bless. I mean, if you're up on the news the way I am, you know, they, they had my man, you know, leaving his uh, brownstone in Brooklyn. You see him like locking the door. Uh, heading to the subway and, and heading on to his first day of work. You know, um, he's serious about what he's about, you know, what, about what's to happen in the city. Um, they showed him on the scene um, at the hospital with the shooting. Um, he went over to uh, a precinct in uh, Jamaica, Queens to make roll call to let the team know I'm here for you. So, you know, things about to change in New York City and it's going to change for a good way. You know, so, uh, you know, I, I appreciate everybody's support of the incoming mayor. Uh, Eric uh, Adams. Brooklyn that sounds Black. amazing from you because it sounds. I, I don't even know how you're aware of that information because it's the way you, the way I hear you on the mic is like you're in an isolation somewhere off the planet. So uh, maybe you could get closer to the mic. Okay, okay. I apologize, man. And uh, as, uh, hopefully this sounds a little bit better, you know. And I guess I was just being a little emotional. You know, it's a big time for <laughs> us uh, with Eric coming into to office, and he's going to do big things. And uh, you know, like I said, you know. The supervisor is the only one who actually lives in the five boroughs. And we appreciate your support of, you know, Eric. Thank you, my man. Thank you in advance. Appreciate you. It was gun to my head. Uh, choice between evil and more evil. <laughs> <laughs> so I chose lesser, e- lesser oh, of two evils. God, That's man. what I did. I mean, you get from no black man to black man, you know, you get involved with what we're doing. This is the, the, the only time, the second time we had Deacons and now we got Eric. You know, we really need you out there, man. We we can use our podcast as a platform to make sure that Eric gets all the support that he needs from, you know, the other government officials. 
Well, I was trying to make sure that, uh, you know, yes, we had Dinkins, who, who I thought did a fine job. And Me I too. was trying to get a black woman elected as mayor of New York City, because uh, I think that's what mayor of New York, that's what New York City needs, uh, is a strong black woman um, to, to, to run this city. But, uh, you know, wasn't in the cards. So, uh, again, the choice didn't get was... enough votes. I understand it. Yeah, no, it wasn't that's, okay. Right, I mean, that, that's what happens. I mean, you know, people are afraid. People are afraid to change, and I, I get that. And you know, they go with something they think is safe. And so, really, um, you know, the, they the, went the with question, security. I, they went with security. Okay. You know, the, question, the, the question He's I had to decide at the ballot box was: Would you eat a poodle turd for a million dollars? Yes or no? <laughs> and so, no. you know, I chose no, to eat the right, poodle turd for a million dollars. Right now, the city needs security, and that's what they opted for, you know. And hopefully, Eric, you know, gets the cooperation when things start to take off and, you know, we get some of these uh, firearms off the street. Okay. Well, that's not the only problem that he's facing right now. I mean, obviously, he's, uh, you know, coming into a, a new COVID situation, and and uh, we'll talk about it off the air. And I think Keith mentioned the fact that uh, they want these kids to go to school. Uh, you know, the, the, I guess today and, and tomorrow, as, as as kids are going back to school, they want them to come back with positive or negative COVID test. They want to test the kid. They want the kids to get their own test before they come back to school, which is insane. They just they just found this out. Right, yes, in a couple of states, they, they this is a mandate that they have to have a test to come back to school. So it's like getting a note from your doctor saying that your child is able to come back to school. And this was never the problem before when COVID first started because it never affected the kids the way it's affecting them now. Because when, when first when COVID nineteen started, it only affected the older older crowd, sickly. Then we had the Delta, which affected the middle, you know, the, the young people. Now this one here is, is affecting the, uh, the younger children. But right. they never asked for them to have a, a, a test to come back to school. And if you don't have the test, you can't come back to school. So you might as well go back to remote learning if you don't want the kids spreading it among one, one another. And, and, you know, my thinking, whatever you guys want to say, each of this variant affected a different um, age population, if you think about it, from the first right. one till now. Now it's affecting the kids. Now, so this now, is really something interesting here. Now is, there, is that a <laughs> mandate from, from the governor? No. from I know it's in, uh, I think it's in Massachusetts. Okay. And a couple of other states, they ask. From, for New York, it's not a mandate. But from other states, they, they're, they're, there's a mandate. They, gotta, they have to have a... A, as they say, a negative test result in order to come back to school tomorrow. Now, what are they saying in New York City? Is it business as usual? Um, they just got to come in with mask. If anybody knows. Well, well your boy uh, Adams. Um, no, 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 no. He's going the mayor else. of the city. I'm going somewhere. <laughs> I'm going somewhere else, and y'all know where I'm going with this. Y'all know where I'm going, and, and, and that's why I'm asking because when we had my man's running the state. Everything was crystal clear on how he was moving and shaking. And now school is tomorrow. And I mean, we all power to the people. And uh, I know we got a news person on this show. And I thought maybe he had some insight on, you know, what, what, what the policy is. Because I know if my man was in charge, we'll know exactly where we stand at right now. Well, 
as you're trying to call me out here, um, oh, your man, you? yeah, <laughs> your man had no dominion over the city. That was governed by uh, former mayor disaster. So he couldn't, even if he wanted to, I don't, well, yeah, I don't think he could. He couldn't have mandated that all city um, school students have to be masked, just like he couldn't mandate, you know, county X, Y, and Z. He can say as a state, um, we can do it, but I think the school district have their own, um, I, I guess, well, he jurisdiction. Huh? She can do it now. She can do it now, you're saying? No, no. I mean, the the well, the governor can 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 mandate can have a state mandate, right? Uh, the mayor can have a city mandate. He can say to all, you know, he's he's yeah, in charge yeah. of, of the the, but, the New York the City Department of Education. But Derek was implying that Cuomo could have said, "Listen, um, I want all city students to wear a mask," and that Correct. couldn't have been undone by somebody else because Hochul required the state to be masked in public places, but and. I think uh, in Nassau County, in Nassau County, uh, the county exec said they're not doing that. He's not. He's not enforcing that mandate. You see, um, the school districts, because Long Island has so many different school districts, it's impossible to kind of go through those trees. I mean, like the city's right. just yeah, one yeah, school it's district. Local, it's local control, right? But local control in Long district. Island, every town has their own school district. It's not like Nassau County right. school district, Suffolk County. It's just so they can't do that. <clears throat> I mean, uh, I, I don't think. If your boy, in between his molestations and accusations, wouldn't have really? been able to do anything. Yeah, exactly. That's, what he, <laughs> that's why he left the office. I mean, well, it wasn't like he left the office because he had a hangnail. He left the office for his Let me just remind the audience that Mark is talking about the governor, Capitutti governor, the yeah. boss of all governors, uh, the former governor of New York, Mr. Andrews. Yes. And right oh, now, sir. two of those charges have Angie, already been Angie, right, like right now. Two of those charges, they're already saying with the with the lady trooper, there's no case has been dismissed. We're not going for it. So it's all going to come out in a little while when my man going to beat these cases for the record. Continue. Okay. I agree with Derek on that, because thank you. Keith. If, if you heard the statement that the attorney general made about the, about the two cases of Westchester, mm-hmm. she made the statement that. We have overwhelming evidence. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have evidence, you're going to charge a person with a crime. Mm-hmm. They're not charging him with nothing. Because he ain't do nothing. So there is a problem going on. Definitely. A conspiracy. I agree. It gets the golf. You know, when you say that word, I know, when you say that word, I know exactly whose father you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, about our cousin chat, I know exactly <laughs> of that statement. <laughs> And the conspiracy gets man. It's the man. Right. Now if about I remember, Apple rolling. Apple now, rolled nowhere. Now help me if, do you guys remember when the COVID first started where the old governor Como and de Blasio was going back and forth with de Blasio was saying yeah, we're gonna do this? And right, of course. And then Como's like, nah, man, I didn't say we were doing this. This is how we're gonna do it. So that's why I was thinking the governor can kind of you know, set the bar and, and say, okay, this is going to be the state mandate. This is what we're going to do moving forward until we get this virus under control. Quite frankly, I, I, no, I'm sorry. Quite, I, I don't, I don't think any of us do. I don't know wh- where those lines lie. Cause you would think logically if the governor is the head of the state, he can, they can right. make a statement that the entire state has to abide by. But many times we've seen across the country that a governor will make a, a statement or, or, or the issue a decree that certain localities can just ignore, which I didn't think was possible. I so I didn't know that was even an option that you could do. So it wasn't like they said, listen, I'm going to leave each municipality, county up to their own 
rules. I would suggest you do X. They say, listen, we are going to, like I said, Hochul, we're going to back to mass mandate. And right. Nassau said no. And I I want to say, no, I, want, I know County. Nassau said for sure. What? Okay. Said when I do any of this. So I didn't think that was a possibility, but that's good. That goes into the lawyer, lawyer sphere where you go, okay, fine. Some lawyer knows all the ins and outs of state law and they can get around certain things. Yeah, because I remember a couple of times that uh, uh, Como overruled uh, the uh, right. mayor disaster on some things that he was trying to implement. And he, he changed it. He was like, nah, we're not doing it. This is what we're doing. So yeah, I, don't I don't know how it works for Nassau County because it's under New York State. So I don't know if there's a a, a law, like you said, maybe the lawyers or something get together. This is what we're going to have yeah, to do. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure, but I know in New York City there was a couple of times during COVID mm-hmm. that uh, mayor disaster got on TV it was rah rah rah. The next day I know, uh, Como's on TV and said, "Nah, we're not doing that. This is what we're going to do." Yeah, you're right. Yeah, if Ho- if Hoku wants to to enforce it, she has the full. Uh, she is the 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 chief executive of of the state, and Nassau County or Suffolk County, the Suffolk County executive. Uh, and the Nassau County executive have to come into compliance. If she says this is a statewide right. mandate, then, you know, the only way they can get out the money, he can say, I'm not doing it, you know, to, to save political face. But if it goes to court, that's the only way he can, he can get out the money is to go to court and prove. But if she, can, if she says, listen, this is my power as the, as the state's chief executive to do X, Y, and Z. And I want to, you know, the difference is, you know, Hoku is cool. She, 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 she's a cool customer. I got Cuomo, we'll go to the mattresses. And so, you know, none of these executives wanted to wake up with a horse's, <laughs> horse's head in their bed. So I that's take, why they just kind of, you know, with them all, get down before they lay down, so to speak. I, I take exception to that statement. I take exception to that. They, 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 they did as they was told because they knew that was for the best. I take exception to what you did. That's my guy. You know, right now, See. right now, Sunday morning, he's watching it from his study with a glass of Cavassier and a Cuban cigar. And he's just saying, <laughs> that, that, room, that room is dark. He's sitting in a high black leather chair. And say, they, they're going to come to me. They're going to come to me for a favor. And then things will go back to the way they're supposed to. Oh, he's waiting patiently. They're going to have to yeah, come you know, to he him. Might, he might be. I he mean, is. like I said, I mean, you know, that's what he's doing this morning. Last night he was in the bathtub with the remote control in his hand and a cigar in his mouth. You know, screaming at the TV. (laughs) (laughs) Who put this thing together? (laughs) Me. That's who. That's right. (laughs) He's the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. (laughs) There goes the bad guy. (laughs) Everybody look at the bad guy. (laughs) Right now, he's waiting patiently. They will ring his bell for assistance, and he will provide. But it's going to cost him. That's definite. It's going to cost him. Oh God! Mm-mm-mm. So we'll see. I mean, we'll definitely see. Again, it, it's it's. Uh, I think it's a tenuous situation because I, I, you know, a little bird told me. You know, some people I have, and I know, I know we all know people that work uh, who teach and work in the uh, in the DOE. But I'm hearing um, a little buzz action that the that the teachers are kind of like they're a little upset because you know to Keith's point. You know, before like now that 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 kids are getting this um, and overwhelming numbers, and some kids are being hospitalized, especially you know uh, younger kids are starting to be hospitalized, and and we all know we have a family member who 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 has a toddler, 
who was afflicted with this this uh, illness and and you know put him put our, our cousin through a really scary moment. Uh, so this is not a joke. This is not a game. And I think I think you know teachers are well aware, even though they're vaccinated and and I, you know full disclosure, as I said uh, maybe in a previous podcast, my son recently went through a bout of 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 covid after being twice vaccinated and he was in probably in the best shape of his life he, you know he, he practices martial arts and he was training for a uh, uh, amateur bout so he was in the best shape which of his I'm life and just this, for a note huh i said which i'm against for my nephew just for you know put that on the point take it uh but i'm just i'm just making the the the, the, the broader point that he was in great shape and this thing put him on his ass. So I'm just saying this to people. And I thank God he was vaccinated. Uh, and I know Gosh, that yeah. uh, another member of this of this particular cast had to go through a bout of it recently. And this person was double vaccinated and it put him on his ass for a couple of days, even though uh, he's now spouting conspiracy theories about this particular, <laughs> well, <laughs> particular illness. Well, so, Let's call it what it is. Well, it affected the older people. The next one affected the the the, 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 the 30, what, 20 to 30. Now this one affecting the little kids. It's, it's There's not something that, wrong. No, no. I think you're making a, a great leap. It's not that linear. It is true that when COVID first hit, the first numbers were that of the old people. But also keep in mind, Nobody's tracking kids. Nobody, because kids have a bounce back factor of colds and and flus and diseases always are higher. So then th- there was no reason for them to essentially be tracking kids when the adults were the ones who were getting it. The reason that the Delta and then now Omicron have kind of been able to trickle down across, I guess, a border spectrum is because we didn't do as a nation, as a country, and as a world, we didn't get vaccinated at high rates. So it allowed it to kind of replicate it and keep finding this space where, okay, fine, that that didn't work. That didn't kill a person. Okay, that didn't work. And then eventually find this holdings pattern, Delta, the variant. And then as more people got vaccinated or not vaccinated, Omicron found its holding pattern when, as it kept replicating the people and saying, okay, fine, that didn't do it, that didn't do it. But it wasn't like it's COVID came out only got old and, and immune compromised, and then Delta came out and they got the middle ground, and Omicron came out. It's not not that linear. It's yeah, more I mean, of a factor of, of of uh, of just how it progressed, but not like hey, you know, we got it wasn't like new Coke and newer Coke and then new new newer Coke. It was just <laughs> <laughs> next yeah, no, one. Get the animals. That's going to be the next one. Well, generally speaking, that most viruses, these types of viruses, they 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 are like. Uh, burglars trying to get into your space. They'll check the door. They'll check the window. They'll, they're looking for an, an entry point. And so initially, uh, when the virus first showed up, you know, all the doors were unlocked, all the windows were unlocked. So it kind of just ran rampant uh, and ran and got inside of all of these these bodies. Then, as we started to kind of catch up and figure out what was going on, we started locking the doors by masking up and then, you know, uh, putting in uh, rules in place, social distancing, and all those things that we started to do to try to mitigate it. And all of a sudden, so now, then the virus kind of calmed down and then we got uh, vaccinated um, to a large extent. But, you know, other countries in the world were not able to, to you know, poorer countries, certainly like India, 
uh, was not able to to keep up, you know, with their pop, a huge population living in a very small space. India has, has close to a billion people living in a, in, yeah. in a country that's not that huge. I mean, you know, geographically speaking, so the people are all on top of each other and they were not getting vaccinated. And so you had a, a variant that was coming out of there. And so that's what happened. So then uh, it started attacking people in this country, primarily who weren't vaccinated. And then as those people got more and more vaccinated, you started to see, again, the curve start to dip. And the reason why Omicron is getting these kids is because most kids, 5 to 17, are not vaccinated. You know, most of the, the, a a large share of of adults, maybe 60 some odd percent of adults are fully, have have, had at least one dose. But the kids, most of the kids have not had these shots. And so if you're talking about a, a virus that's looking for an open door, or open window, kids are prime, you know, so that's the thing. And so parents are having to make these decisions about, well, do, you know, and I got to be honest, if, if it, you know, if I had a five-year-old, you know, or six-year-old, I'd be, you know, I, I, I would kind of be funky about, you know, uh, the shot, but at the same time, you know, when you start to see these kids, you know, get on ventilators, then you have to make some decisions. And it's it's, it's a tough decision. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough, you know, because um, uh, what? Two, three, four year old kids, they still can't get a vaccination if I'm correct. Right. Right. So you have to be six and older. Five and older. Five to 17. Five, five to 17. So now these kids are all at risk. Because those are the ones that's in the hospital right now because they don't have, uh, I guess they haven't come up with um, the right, uh, I guess, formula with the um, shots. It's the same force, the, it's level of dosage, that's all. So they're right. all getting the same so, force no matter how, what strength they're getting. Right. So they haven't figured that out yet with the little kids. No. So now parents are on edge because my neighbor next door, she said they have uh, quite a few women coming in with stillbirth because of this well, open Wow. Damn. Yes. But and when, she's nervous because she's pregnant. When you, you know, look at so. the when you look at the age limit that 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 five to seventeen, and then you go back to see where kids are. You know, five you're in kindergarten. So let's say five to eight years old, you're in the third grade. The contact and the sneezing and the wiping of the nose yeah. with no tissue. You know, um, are the, if they still have the open faucets in the hallways and they're going to the bathrooms, it's 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 a recipe for disaster. If they're not vaccinated, because it's just too much contact at that age and they just nasty because they little. That's just how that's how it was. Well, you know, that's how we were. You know, you don't know. And you're trying to learn. And then you want this child to sit still and not interact with his other uh, buddies and friends in school. It's not going to happen. So I guess the parents, you know, which it is a very, very tough decision. But like we said, starting it out, you know, when you hear the story of, uh, of one of our family members and I talked to him personally and I was blown away, man. I, I, after hearing his story, if I had a little one like that, they got to get vaccinated because he, he it, it crushed me. Yeah, when he was I heard going through it. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to him myself. He was going right. through it. And, and, to know, and we know how he likes to be bumping them guns and running his mouth. <laughs> and to hear him in that humbling moment, man, my heart went out to him. I'm glad everything is uh coming to work out for him though that that day alone i would say i would have to do it yeah no it, it, it it's you know you make a great point Derek, about about kids and 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 try, especially elementary school kids i mean you know there's a there was Damn. a joke there was a meme about 
uh, you know, kid, you send your kid to school with a Paw Patrol mask on, and he comes back with a Spider Man mask on because he traded, <laughs> he traded during the day. You know, I mean, that's that's really what you talk about with kids. I mean, they really, you know, like you know, just the washing their hands, like you said, you know, and <laughs> you don't want them kids to be like a little Martin Lawrence character, Roscoe, with the big snot, brother, <laughs> you know, hanging out their nose, you know, and, and just, just, I mean, but that's that's really what it is, and it's kind of hard to keep kids who would naturally want to, you know, want to want to be up on top of each other and want to, you know, like, like puppies. They want to be all on top of each other, just, you know, just, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, playing and everything else. And it, and it's hard. And, and I think I think the teachers are like, yo, y'all have to make better moves. You know, this is not talked about enough. The city of New York, I know this for a fact, the city of New York spent millions of dollars buying these so-called air purifiers. Right, that they put in all the buildings. That's what they told the parents. Yes, we put, you know, we put in air purifiers in every classroom. There's two air purifiers in every classroom. Only to find out after they did the investigation, some 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 uh you know investigative journalists looked at the air purifiers and found out that these purifiers that the city spent three hundred dollars a piece on. Now think about what I'm saying. New York City Department of Education spent three hundred dollars per unit. There's two units in every classroom. Think about all of the school buildings in New York City. Right. Two units in every classroom. So that's $600 per classroom, not per building, per classroom. And none of them have HEPA filters. Whoa. Mayor so disaster. Really, disaster. Mayor disaster. Yeah, mayor disaster. So <laughs> none of them have HEPA filters. So they're, they're really just fans. They're just big fans <laughs> that pretend to, 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 to purify the air. They don't have a HEPA filter. So there's no purification going on. They're not oh purifiers. God. They're just fans. And they spent $600 per class to do this. And so now... You know, they're, 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 they're kind of, you know, making up the rules as they go along. You know, again, as I said, you know, we all have uh, family members that work in, the, and work in the system. And and I can tell you for a fact, I know, I know this. They, you know, they're all saying the same thing. They used to come to classrooms and wipe everything down. Now they're barely doing that. You know, and sat, in fact, the they had to shut down a couple of subway lines in New York City. Did y'all read about that? Oh, no, I did not uh, hear that. Um, now, my brother didn't tell me to shut that down. Yeah, well, I, well, aren't you the transportation expert? Anyhow, what that, I that did... Is your job. <laughs> <laughs> I said my brothers didn't tell me. Now, I did hear oh, about it. Oh, I did say it. brother. <laughs> Anyhow, I did hear about it, and I think it had to do with not having enough uh, employees to staff the trains, if I'm accurate, right. because of the yeah. virus. Right, because I'm like, what do you mean the trains ain't running? So right now, and... I don't want to put the transportation expert on the uh, on the on the on the spot here, but remember when my guy was in charge, oh we used to shut the trains down to give it the sanitizing that it needed so that people can be safe. Obviously, that's not happening anymore. Is that accurate? Yes. Well, the it's- reason it's not happening because the workers are getting sick. They they're getting sick. They're not coming to work. And they have a shortage of workers. So there's not enough people to operate the trains, the buses, to clean the system like they used to have. That's why I think we talked a couple um, episodes ago about transit trying to bring back retired uh, workers to work. They offered them $35,000 for six Mm. months to to come back to work, to run run the trains and the buses. They don't have enough people. Too many people out with the COVID. Um, Like five guys I know are already out. 
they got um from COVID. Okay. So you're losing all that 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 manpower. So you, they don't have enough people to do this. Now let plus, me ask you this: plus, Are we go ahead, go ahead, Mark? I'm saying plus, yeah, you're losing people to COVID, but also simple. I mean, I talk about you're a man. The simple numbers don't add up for that statement because. When he was doing that, there was nowhere near the amount of people back into the system. So it's easy to shut down a train if you only have three people on it versus you have 300 on it. So right. that's another thing, simple numbers. So like, the city so, was not really shut down at that point. Right, because nobody was going back and forth because people were working from home and yeah. working virtually. I, I, I get that. Is it possible to, let's say... Um, and I think they were shutting it down from like 3 a.m. or, or 1 a.m. Right. To, to 6 a.m. to do the sanitizing and the deep cleaning. Or it could be because, like Mark says, maybe we got too many. Well, reality, people, the city, they're not going to shut the city down again for what they're saying. So no. if you've got people using the transportation all day and night. It's going to be damn near impossible to shut it down. So that virus is going to keep passing back and forth because they're not cleaning the trains the right and the buses the right way they should have been. Let me say this as the as the resident city dweller, uh, and I ride the subways all the time. I mean, I, you know, I live in an area where you know subways is just it's more convenient than anything else. You don't want to move your car, uh, but I've been on the trains. I mean, I remember when when there was a shutdown, and you would get on the train, and it would be like three or four people. Um, this is actually before, like you know, uh, like during the summer, the three or four people on the train going back and forth. I mean, you could sit on one of the train, it'd be like four other people in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, or you'd sit on the on the bench and, you know, the next person next to you would be at the other end of the bench. I mean, but now it's back to where Keith describes where people are rubbing their breasts against you. Uh, <laughs> everybody's right in your face. I mean, you literally, I mean, uh, I've I, I watched people, you know, how they, they like you know, the, the bing bong happens and people are literally <laughs> shoving themselves really? into the door. Yeah. The door can barely close. And I'm saying, why on earth would you squeeze yourself into that car with that little room, when there's another train coming, that's probably going to be empty when it when it comes to to, to just to, to ride somewhere. So people have kind of gone back to pre-pandemic train riding and bus riding because I see the same thing on the buses. The buses are jam packed. You know, there's no room to stay. There's no there's no separation between you and anybody else, and especially uh, during the day when the kids are out there and they're going to school uh, in the morning. You can see the the buses are cramped. Um, and you have a bunch of kids and they're, they're, they're literally on top of each other. And, you know, th- this situation, I, I think uh, you guys are describing it accurately, is is not going to get better um, no. anytime soon. No. You know, and and again, unless unless there's a mass rush to be vaccinated or whatever. And I notice there's a panic in the streets because every time I walk around my neighborhood and I, I see these pop, you know, used to be like they, they'd have the, the COVID testing sites and be somebody sitting out there all day long with their feet up, reading the paper, waiting for somebody to get, you know, <laughs> to come in for a test. <laughs> now there's lines for yeah. miles of people standing around waiting to get tested, you know, get swabbed on the street. So, so yeah, there's a, there's a little panic going on. Right. right, right and, rightfully and, so. Right. With the way this virus is passing, around i I can understand i'm panicking because i'm I'm basically back into the crib even when i I, i'm double vaccinated i got the booster but you know i'm back to walking around with my n95 again right i got the n95 on even when i'm by myself because in my opinion the way it's passing around i'm I'm starting to think and this ain't no conspiracy i think this stuff is airborne man there's something going on that's never been airborne that's 
It's that's the that's the thing that drives me crazy. It's always been airborne. It is not has not been from almost Jump Street more contact based. It's not like the classic cold where you know uh, right. somebody you know touches the handle of somebody and then they go wipe. This one has always been airborne. The transmission they have said a thousand times over. Transmission of contact COVID is minuscule to almost non-existent. It's always been an airborne, and even the six feet social distancing. I mean, truth be told, it should really no, no. twelve feet. But there's no way in the world you could we could we could barely function at six feet. You couldn't have a twelve feet separation. So we're like, listen, give you six feet. You know, try to have some common sense. Wear a mask. You know, ha- if you got to sneeze, keep your mask on. Throw it into your armpit. You know, you know, you know the whole. Right. Try to be a human to to one another. So we can try to get through this, but it's so even with them spraying out things and wiping out, that's, that doesn't really do you any good. I mean, you could wipe it down or uh, wipe down, but even if you don't wipe it down, as long as you're not going there and doing the classic, you know, you know, elementary school did where you touch a keyboard inside, you want to put your hand up your nose. You're pretty good. You know, just wash your hands. Just get your keyboard. <laughs> but it's always been, always, always, always been airborne. And in particular, when you're outside, you eat, I mean, I don't, I'm outside. I'm not wearing a mask. It's not that kind of right. deal where you need to have a mask because it's like pollen. It's not that. It's right. not that kind of disease. But if we were just human to one another and actually respected one another, which I know is not necessarily a New York trait or or United States trait, we could have survived a lot of these unnecessary transmissions. I'll say this about New York City, uh, generally speaking, and and this is just you know this is a uh, anecdotal and observational. I noticed that people in the city of New York are generally wearing their masks now, even outside in the street. He's I right. mean, you know, New York City, New York City has always been, you know, since it was ground zero initially. And, and you know, we, we got the shock of shots when it happened in 2020. Uh, since then, we, we you know, we're, we're highly sensitive to it. So I see if you're, if you're walking around the streets of New York, most people, even out in the streets, are wearing their mask. And, and you're right, Mark, about about uh, the distancing you need. Uh, if anybody's ever watched the slow mo video of, of a sneeze and how far the oh, droplets travel uh, across the room, it, yeah, it, you, you'd be amazed at how far uh, droplets tra- uh, travel. And that's part of the problem. You know, people don't realize that we're, we're in the prime situation. We're indoors because it's winter, especially in the Northeast, in places that it's cold. I mean, maybe in, in the South, it may not be as bad, or on the West Coast, it may not, the transmission may not be as bad because people are kind of outdoors more. But in the Northeast and in and, and, and the upper Midwest, where it's chilly out, you know, you're indoors more. You're indoors. And and, and it's kind of hard to mitigate. It's hard, you know, especially with these fucking filters that made a disaster for <laughs> you. Really, you're really not, you're not... You're not cleaning the air. You're not. People have to wear these masks. People have to to, to change their behavior, and that's a hard thing to do. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine uh, the other day, and we we're talking about about changing behavior. And and we're all old enough to remember this. I was in college when uh, on the cover of Time magazine they had a picture that said herpes is uh, epidemic in America. That was a stunner to me. That just changed my whole world. And then a few years later, only a couple years later after that, like 85, mm-hmm. you know, AIDS was an epidemic. And suddenly you had to change your behavior. I mean, prior to all of that, you know, 
the only thing you wanted to know was whether somebody was on the on the pill. He was like, oh, great. <laughs> After that, you were like, yo, I need you know, I need some, I need some documentation. You know, you taking down notes <laughs> before <laughs> anything happened. Yeah. yeah, man, you had to, you know, you had to you know, really, you know, like grill him like you was like the my man uh, Bill Duke in, in uh, South Central, man. You sit there, you know, asking all kinds of questions <laughs> to make sure that everything was cool. So I'm just saying, you know. Changing behavior is a very difficult thing to do. Think about it. I mean, we, we, uh, you know, certainly uh, we're old enough to remember when seatbelts became a mandatory thing. Yeah. But you know, prior to that, you know, trying to tell somebody to put, you know, to buy to put seatbelts on was it was it was an argument. It was a problem. You know, and and most people think about the cars. You know, our, our fathers owned when we were kids. Seatbelts was an option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, they, they ask you the dealership, do you want seatbelts or not? Most people say, no, nah, I ain't paying for no seatbelts. And if you remember, they, they went around your waist. They didn't go across your chest. Right. It yeah, was around your waist. Right. That ain't and save you, you for nothing. And you stuck the and then went around your waist, and because it got in the way, you stuck them through you know through this, the fold mm-hmm. of the chair to get them out. There. Get the seat right. out the way. Put the through the chair. Exactly. Right. And now think about this: How many of our parents told us, "Put your seatbelt on, player"? They didn't no, no, care. No, 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 for us, it was the other way around. We told them. Now we exactly. told our kids. But right. I remember for 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 a long time, I kept telling Dad, "Put your seatbelt on." Mm-hmm. Man, put the seatbelt on. Yeah, put your seatbelt on. Now is the law to save your ass. But yeah. We were telling them because we were the generation that it kicked in on. Right. Right. So I'm saying exactly right. And, and, and remember, you didn't get it. T- they started ticketing you. They had to change the law yes. to the point where they said, you yeah. know what? If you're not wearing a seatbelt, I'm going to ticket you. That that was a change that we all had to adjust. So now you get in your car. That's the first thing you, you don't even think about it. Now, um, But I, it's I, hard to change behavior. You've got to be penalized. I got to make you laugh about your uncle. I'm riding with my daddy. And the seatbelt law is in effect, but they're not really, you know, they're ticking you here and there. So I'm like, yo, put your seatbelt on. I actually watched this cat take the seatbelt, you know, pull it across his chest, but he didn't click it in. So he's driving with one hand, and I'm like, yo, (laughs) click it in. And he said, man, it's too tight. And I'm like, yo, man, all right. I see where this conversation is going. He's a guy who's got to actually get a ticket because he got it literally. I, I, this is not some somebody told me. I'm sitting there. He pulled it across his chest by his waist, but didn't make the clicking noise and driving with his left hand, holding it with his right hand because it's too tight. I said, okay. Guess you want to die today, huh? I said, I'm getting out of here. But we do know. Now, remember, and he's a senior citizen. I I couldn't click myself in quick enough ride with that cat, man. He all shaky. But that is what happened with that generation. Which is amazing to me, considering, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, his situation and cause. You know, I mean, this would be the first one. Yeah. If there's anybody. He should have had a double seat belt. Be like, you know what? I'm gonna start. Like, hell with that. But from here on out, that's what I'm doing. I mean, nah, no, no, kid. didn't do it. I saw it with my own eyes and just shook my head, man. I said, okay, we're gonna learn the hard way. But uh, he's clicking now because I'm pretty sure he got taxed a couple of times. But I guess that sixty five, seventy five dollars they was charging you, man. But yeah, that's the world we live in, man. There's always gonna be something that changes our behavior, and right now, this COVID is changing ours. Yeah, well, I hope so. We will. We will see. Uh, before we go, there's a couple more stories I want to want to cover before you know as, as the new year is upon us. Uh, Glenn Maxwell was uh, 
you know, she went to trial. This this is uh what's her face? What's his face? Is uh, Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. 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 Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein's former friend, love, homie lover friend. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, man, that's cool. <laughs> that's what she was. His, his homie lover friend. That's what, exactly what, it, what what she was. Um, and she was found guilty on all levels for for sex trafficking and and. Uh, She's doing. She's 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 got a life sentence. Essentially, she's got a life sentence. They yeah. they they sentence her to life. Yeah. Now I'm sure she can get out early when she starts dropping dime. Because sure. I, and I know uh, that's if she survives. No, yeah, she's um, gonna have an unfortunate accident in prison. I believe she may yeah, slip no, a couple times on a knife. Swimming. You know, yeah, drown in the shower. Yeah, drown in the shower. You know, her curtains may not be hung quite right. Something may go wrong. <laughs> you know. Because she got, because she knows that you know, and I know like Prince Andrew. They were talking about Prince Andrew the other day in a in a state of panic because you know it's coming down. She's she's gonna have to, you know, she's looking at all that time. She was trying. I guess she was rolling a dice, figuring, all right, if I can beat this case, I'm good money. But now all these powerful people that she knows, yeah, oh, man, and she don't want to stay in jail for the rest of her life. You know, she's gonna drop dime on some people. She 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 doesn't she doesn't have a choice. And eventually, you know how it is. The government's going to come to her. Look, man, you know, we can lower some of these years, man. Right now, you're looking at football digits. And over a lot of years, you, you know, we know 88, 85, 90. You, you can't do that time. That's football numbers, man. Playmaker so, number. Exactly. So they got hey, to come to her. Yeah, Keith. She, she yelling, CO, CO, get my lawyer. I need to talk to you. Exactly. Get my lawyer. And what is bad? She knows all the players. And I think, in my opinion, that is more of a reason why she definitely got convicted because they wanted they want to see who else was involved with this. And this is the bad part for her. Like you all said, you know, right now she needs I don't even know if she needs to be in protective custody because then something can happen. Then, you know, she might have to take her chances in population and at least have a witness. Because it's not going to be a good stay the minute somebody feels that she may begin to cooperate. And she's going to cooperate because if she is just the person, the way they describe it, who recruited and introduced the women, the young girls, to Epstein and his cronies, they want to know who the goddamn cronies were who were participating in it. And she knows. So she is definitely, you know, looking over her back. You know, wondering, you know, how much how much much time I got before I can either tell or they're going to tighten me up. What way about up? a week? Damn, don't short. <laughs> no, up. seriously. That's she, I mean, because there's no way in the world with all the stuff that she knows, yeah. I would trust myself being in, in uh, protective custody. I mean, Epstein was in protective custody, and surprisingly, somehow, amazingly, the cameras didn't work. They were on him. That's what happened. They were. Yeah. They, you know, that. Get somebody and change the battery or what have you. So, if I'm her and I saw what happened to him, and you know you heard you know the movie story, but you saw what happened to him. On my way out the courtroom, I would have double back to listen. Okay, uh, who you want to know and when? Because that that way in the courtroom, everybody can see me. You know, there's plenty of cameras. <laughs> I wouldn't even taken the chance of, of getting yeah. back into my cell because things are going to go wrong. So I would have been like, listen, when he, when they said convicted, I would say, okay, fine, thank you, I agree with your conviction. Let me start writing some names right now. We're not going to forget this appeal process. I'm, I'm not going to survive the appeal process. It's, it's, she should, would you she think you could? Done the, she should have done the Nino Brown right there in court. Exactly. Everybody <laughs> going down. So she should have just broke the names out right then and there. Like you, You're right, Mark. She should have just straight up Nino Brown the whole courtroom. Everybody, exactly. he's the mastermind right there. All the, you know, why, why take a chance of, of 
of, you know, having an unfortunate accident that you, you know, walk somewhere. I wouldn't, there's no way in the world, not like she got convicted of, uh, of say, uh, with, with quote unquote, no names. These are big names on all, I mean, money, political, there are way too many names in that, those books, physical books probably, and or uh, memory books to not, you know, be like, listen, we're going to let this, we're going to let it be okay. No way. When she's in jail, when they have a movie night, she gets a chance to watch American Gangster and watch Frank Lucas at the end of that movie. (laughs) You know, know, that's right. Coffee and what, you know, going back and forth. And she's like, I want everybody that, you know, had that money that, you know, or Nikki Bonds, you know, Mr. Exactly right. You know, she's going to have to make those, she's going to have to make a big decision. And it's going, and, 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 and truth be told, um, you know, there's a lot of guys right now. I know there's a lot of like, you know, certainly Bill Clinton is sitting there trying oh to drink his coffee, <laughs> staring at his wife, staring at him. You know, uh, so Hillary, trying, what's going trying on? to talk about the weather. <laughs> yeah, you know, trying to talk about the game last night. She ain't trying to hear that. Uh, it's 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 going down. It's everybody. All these guys, like you said, Mark, the yeah. most powerful men in the world. These high level influences. All of these guys, man, that that move and shake. All the all the all the power brokers. Them names is in that book somewhere. Mm-hmm. Somewhere your name is in that book. That's the last thing. You know, and even cats whose names are not them, she could just suggest that their name might be in that book. And guys gonna start, you know, start, you know, fessing up mm-hmm. to stuff that they didn't do or stuff that they did, but nobody knew about. Um, that's that's what's gonna happen, you know. So, so yeah, this is really, really curious. I think um she's she's fortunate now because you know the conviction just happened, so she's been remanded, I guess, to custody. But uh, if I'm her, uh, I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting. I'm I'm, I'm dropping the book. I'm making Get sure that you know Get it now. Uh, I I leave the book somewhere. I have I have somebody put put all the evidence and give myself an insurance policy. If anything happens to me, you know, exactly. the next whatever, you know, this is going this is going to be released to the New York Times. You know, I I, I have to do the Don Corleone. I'm a superstitious man. You know, but if my son should be found. You know, hugging his cell, or if he should be struck by a bolt of lightning, <laughs> I'm gonna blame some other people in this room. You know? oh, uh, so yeah, that's a, that's what she's got to do. She's got to do. Yeah. Uh, there's been a couple of interesting events that happened at the uh, end of 2021, and I guess in the beginning of 2022, we lost legendary football coach and uh, NFL Hall of Famer John Madden. This past week, uh, John Madden, uh, I guess they, they said it was a surprise. So he was probably see, seemingly in good health. Uh, but, uh, you know, when your time is up, your time is up. And so John Madden is is uh, gone. And, and it's funny, you know, I mean, I remember John Madden as a coach. I remember him as as an announcer. I mm-hmm. uh, love listening to him announce the games. But I think probably for for. I'm speaking for you, Mark, but for me and you, I guess the biggest contribution is the damn game. <laughs> You're right. I mean, because yeah, I've I, I don't remember him as a coach because I, I mean he was coaching when I was you know obviously around, but I didn't really remember him. Didn't really know many coaches. Definitely remember him as an announcer. Him and Pat Summerall, and then later on Al Michaels. But it's the game. The game I think came out in what ninety one ish or so. We've been playing that game. My brother, yeah, me and my brother been playing that game Sega Genesis style since inception. I mean, it's been we've gone through Sega Genesis, PlayStation One, Two, Three, Four. We've played, you know, sitting next to one another. We've played in two different houses. We have played that game. <laughs> that, that is the ultimate rite of passage. Okay, you know, so we've played that game 
forever. And he he revolutionized the, the the sports gaming because prior to that, it was so linear, so simple, and so whatever. And he actually brought in all these to try to make it like real football. So if you have any kind of football knowledge, you will enjoy that game because it you can, you can play it to the most basic level. It is a simple, simple arcade game and, and let the AI do a lot of stuff. Or you can really start going and reading coverages and tendencies and all this stuff. It's insane. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Madden was um, the most was thought about him was he was a teacher. Uh, if you ever see the illustration he would do during the game with this, with the, with the uh, chalkboard and all that right. stuff. Yeah. It was amazing. Well, yeah. And this is why the game has really blown up. And as you guys said, Madden, we've been playing forever. You know, he wasn't just a great broadcaster, but the game itself is, is a lifetime staple here, man. I, I enjoyed him. Um, I'm not a Madden guy, you know, regarding the game, but just when he was announcing and he scribbled scrabbling all over the goddamn screen. Yep. And when I was watching football, and I tell you, man, I was like, damn, he on point again. Okay, I guess he does know what he's talking about. But sleep, sleep in place, uh, Big John, man, you definitely going to be missed, man. Didn't realize you were sick until, you know, I just saw like the blurb. I'm like, damn, John Matten passed, man. Sleep in peace, big fella. You did it. Yeah, no, I mean, again, you know, to, to Mark's point, it, he revolutionized. Uh, sports gaming because I remember going to the arcade. I mean, remember that they had that trackball football game and it was oh, just like yeah, just X's a and yeah. zeros and X's. That's, that's yeah. X's and O's, and you know you had to throw a little you know bleep, blinking I guess dot to one of your O's right. to try to stop. And the plays were real simple and real basic. And suddenly now you had these animations and you had you know the ambulance coming out onto the field. <laughs> And, and you know all kind. I mean, it it really revolutionized the game. It got to the point, truthfully, where I think playing the game sometimes is better than actually watching the game. Wow, you know. So it's yeah, really, as, as, really as you good. said, Derek, rest in peace, John Madden. Um, last notes, uh, Megan The Stallion. Uh, we were talking about the Megan The Stallion. Megan The Stallion is a college grad, and and. From Texas Southern, she got her 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 BA in uh, I think in a hospital uh, uh, health administration, which I think is is really impressive. You know, yeah. you know, we were talking about music off the air and whether or not you know we're we're, we're too old to appreciate Megan's music, probably. But uh, I do have to give that young lady a shout out for 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 the accomplishment. Um, we, we you almost and we got one more guy we got a shout out, man. My the boy, Mac, baby. The Mac, man. Oh, yeah. You know what? I ain't going to let You're that right. slide. I can't let no, that no, slide. No, no, no. Go ahead, Dirk. Well, you know, Max Julian, uh, a.k.a. The Mac, he passed away last night, man. One of the best black exploitation uh, actors of all times. Um, to those who have not had the honor of seeing the Mac in honor, I'm just going to give you, you know, seeing them up close to seeing the movie, I'm going to give you a quick scenario. They're at the pool hall. Shooting pool, the Mac, Richard Pryor, some other pimp, and Pretty Tony, Pretty Tony, Pretty Tony, Pretty Tony. Thank you, Keith. Pretty Tony. One of his girls comes in and she stands next to the Mac, but it's Pretty Tony's girl. Pretty Tony tells her, "Get your ass over here," and she don't move. And he says it again. You didn't hear me. The Mac says, "Hey." Hey, baby, she chose me. We can handle this like some gentlemen. 
or we could get into this little gangster thing. Pretty Tony tells him, man, you ain't no pimp. You a rest haven for hoes. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Fellas, rest in peace, man. I mean, if you grew up on black exploitation movies, that's the movie movie there. So, you know, I don't know if you've seen it. You got to see it. It's a classic. Rest yeah, in peace, he, Mac, man. Yes, he is honored by a lot of the rappers, especially uh, Snoop Dogg, and um, mm. they they he gets pride um, yeah. praise from these guys for being the legend that he is, and sure. he he'll, he'll be missed in in this in this world. Definitely. Uh, well, I got to put that on my to watch list because I have never seen the Mac. Ah, oh, super! You're receiving a letter. Tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of our listeners are going to want to step to you, man. You got to see it by the night, man. I said I'm going to watch. I have never seen I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of black exploitation films that, that I've certainly seen. And there's some some that I never I never saw. The Mac is one that I, you know, that, to your point, has been quoted, mm-hmm. has been talked about. It's certainly iconic, uh, but I, I never saw it. So I got to see it. Thank you. I got. I got to put it on my list. I gotta, put it on your list. Go watch. There you go. Thank you. Uh, and and going back to the Megans, uh, Megan Good. Oh, is uh, separating from her husband, oh. and I know you have. I know you have some thoughts about that. I just wanted yeah. to you know put it out there before what? we go. Yeah, to... man. Megan Hood. Uh, Megan Good. Sorry. I'll oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wow. And, and the reason why, and I apologize. I love Megan Good. But I guess um, they were too different because he's like a preacher, pastor, uh, book writer, author guy. And, you know, Me- Megan, you know, she's she's about that life, man. And I think, you know, you tried to and I don't want to say this. I think he was probably, you know, freaking. Oh it is what it is. Here we go. You know what? Man, you can't make no whole no house. And I'm gonna say it. You can't make no whole no housework, goddammit. And that's what he's trying to do. You know what? And and you know what? It's 2022. Man, I gotta be, you know, I thought I was gonna change, you know, coming into, but yo, man, you can't make no whole no housewife. And what happened, you know, he can't be preaching in front of the congregation, and she coming in there with the skirts and the boobies falling out of the top, and she's in these movies doing her thing. And I think it got a little bit too much. And, you know, the words the kids use, and y'all got young kids, Megan is for the streets. God damn it. Y'all know what that means. <laughs> She's for the streets. And he just found out, and they're going their separate ways. But I think, you know, when I watched them, and I don't know if you guys remember, they were like on Oprah's house, sitting in there yeah. white, sitting on the lawn. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, this boy just don't know, man. I just seen her in too many movies. I know her history, you know, you know, some of her history with some of the cats that she's been around. And I'm like, this boy don't stand a chance. You go ahead and preach the word. Go ahead and preach the word. But, you know, ain't too much praying going to say that ass there, man. You know, she, <laughs> she, about that she about that goddamn life. And she, you know, he found out, you know, you know, he so, wanted they celibate and all this. I said, oh, yeah, y'all celibate. She ain't celibate. She ain't made that goddamn decision. That was a man. pastor decision. No, that's what. No, you had to see them on Oprah. If you saw, no, no, them, I, I remember, remember that. I remember that. That was that was part of the thing. And I, I know I, now, now. you seems it seems to me you have more information that you that you need to reveal because of, you know I remember the thing on Oprah about the, the yeah. two of them being celibate and waiting till yes. marriage, but I never knew that she was like you know uh, you suggesting that she. Yeah, she I didn't know that either. I'm suggesting she been what? out there and about there. 
Yeah, Bro, Fifty you, Cent. Them, come on, man. Just Google it. There's a list. Oh, oh, Fifty Cent. She dated Fifty Cent. Yes. Okay, well, she wasn't celebrating Fifty Cent. Exactly. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm, no. I'm, I don't know. I don't know the relationship. I wasn't there, but I, I you know, from, based on on what I see of Fifty, and I don't know Fifty. It seems like you know. It's hey, about, about them streets. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the last straw is she's in a new um, television show called Harlem that's on, I think it's on. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yes. on uh, yeah. Showtime. Yes. And uh, maybe that was the last straw, you know. Now, when I say she was celibate, she's saying when she got with this cat, they practiced right. celibacy. And I'm saying, because they said this to Oprah. Even though that was good and it, it, it went up the view, it, it increased the viewership. That was a his decision during that time frame. She was still she was celibate with him, but I still believe she was getting at these other cats, man. man you make it seem like she's Melissa Ford. No, 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 no. She's not Melissa Ford. But I will tell you this: we all need our medicine. Okay, we all need our medicine. <laughs> I, I will say that now. You can like like uh, you guys of you you in you light mood today. You feel good because New Year's just passed. You got your medicine, so right now you're negotiating. How can I get some more of my medicine before my birthday <laughs> and before Father's Day? I feel you on this, and I get it. When you oh sick, you need medication. Everybody know what that is, and that's what it is. You can't tell me a chick been ripping and running. And remember, she's not incarcerated. She don't have no illness. She's still fine. She has womanly needs. She's got to get her medicine. And I believe during that time, she was getting medicine. It was just a different pharmacist. That's all it was. <laughs> so she went from Dwayne Reed to CVS. That's all it you know, you know how it is. Sometimes you go to CVS. They don't have it. God damn it. You go to Walgreens. <laughs> Somebody, you call up your house. Hey, 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 bae, they didn't have it at Walgreens. Well, well, man, you need to get over to CVS. You go back and forth, go to Walmart. Somebody going to have that medication, baby. And that's all that happened. Love you, Megan. You still my girl. I'm married. Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> right, well, I guess, I guess we, we, we'll, we will see going forward. I mean, um, you you seem like that's that's breaking news to me. I mean, I never knew that. You know, I always thought based on, on this relationship, I, I figured she was – you know, kind of like a pretty girl that was just, you know, good church, one of the church girls. But I guess you say she she was kneeling at a different altar is what you say. Oh, that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, when you get a chance, I, I know, Mark, it hurts. I, I get it. Oh, this is very good. <laughs> and you sound depressed, Mark. Is, is this depressing news for you? It might have been. If I, no, if I, I'm, I'm like you in the fact stuff. that I didn't know that she had that reputation. Like I say, he, he's making it seem like she was Melissa Ford. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that she was... Uh, I know she had some, uh, um, I guess, Kardashian slash Melissa Ford slash um, whoever Ben Simmons is dating in her. I didn't realize she had that kind of a thing okay. going. When you when we get off the air, Google Megan's past love interest, and you will see there's some cats, man. You know she party. She she likes she likes the what what Eddie Murphy. She likes to party all the time. God damn it, she got down, <laughs> man. She got down. You know. But when she got with the pastor, that's when her image, wow. you know, they were trying to change her image a little bit because she remember she was a young girl. And, you know, when you're young, you do some things that, you know, you're not necessarily proud of, but you're, you're curious and you need what it is you need. 
the pastor slowed it down, but I guess he couldn't slow it down the way he wanted to. Where, uh, you know, like they, you know, ask your kids, they'll tell you, they, you know, you got two young men in there, they'll tell you. Well, I'm, looking, oh, Megan. I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at some of this list and uh-huh. she's going through, uh, what? She's throwing, going through something. Who's on the list, Mark? Uh-huh. All right. Well, uh-huh. according to his website, uh, I guess it's called um, Ranker. Uh-huh. Um, they used to go from top to bottom. So obviously the husband, uh, Devon Franklin. Mm-hmm. Then it was allegedly Thomas Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, Soldier oh, Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, football player Thomas Jones. Thomas Jones, yeah, football player. Um, Soldier Boy, mm-hmm. Nick Cannon, mm-hmm. um, Jamie okay. Fox, uh-huh. Tyrese, oh. Tyrese, um, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. You know the guy from you know. Well, you, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. F- Fitty, mm-hmm. <laughs> Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Oh God, um, okay. Hold your chin. She for the streets, uh, goddammit. She for the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Next list. Let me yeah. see. What, let me see. I mean, at this point, let me see what next list uh-huh. in. Okay, uh-huh. it ended there, but yeah. Okay. So. Well, damn, that's like that's like a that's like a Derek I, list. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Did not know. So wow. You were because yeah. you were fooled by her innocent little schoolgirl Catholic no, look I, with I, her she's high socks. Beautiful, nah. but I just didn't know that she. Gorgeous. Was, I I didn't know she was like you know like I didn't know she was. That All shit. I'm gonna say is if you got if you have a list that includes Little Wayne. 50 Cent and Nick Cannon. That's a bad list. I doubt seriously that you were celibate the entire time. Like, I'm just gonna say that. Like I said, pretty people get sick too. They need they medicine. <laughs> y'all think, well, y'all think oh, oh. ugly people get sick? Nah, baby. Everybody gets sick and need they medicine. There you go. Well. I'm gonna leave it up like this here. If you if the audience needs their medicine, you make sure you tune in every week to pile to the people because we know you get sick and we are somewhat ill right now. Uh, learning, this, <laughs> learning this thing here about Megan Good. If you have not subscribed to Power to the People, make sure you do anywhere you get your podcast. You can get us. Just type it in there, Power to the People. It'll come up anywhere you listen. Or you can ask Alexa. You can ask Alexa to play Power to the People. Make sure you enunciate because sometimes she plays Power to the People, which is a horrible podcast. But Power to the People is fine. Make sure you make sure you tune in. You can also find us on social media at uh, Facebook on Power to the People on Facebook. You can go there. You can leave us a message. Let us know what's going on. You can find us on Twitter at Power to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Power to the Peeps on Twitter. And you can find us all on on Instagram. Uh, Happy New Year to all of you again, and we will see you all next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.